Welcome to the Mustang Message, a Dallas Center Grimes Community School District podcast. My name is Ann Wemhoff. I'm the Director of Communications and your host. In our podcast today, I would like to welcome Steve Arneson with EFR. Steve, why don't you introduce yourself and tell uh, tell us a little bit about what you do? Sure. Yeah. I'm. Thank you for having me here. This is a this is this is fun. I am a retired school counselor, which I think is a part of my story because I found out in my career, you know, that my school district had this amazing partnership with Employee Family Resources, and I just used it like crazy, um, making referrals. Staff had the EAP, and our students had it. Family members, and uh, upon my retirement, EFR made this job for me. So I'm basically the SAP consultant. And I also do some of the orientations and things for the EAP for staff members. But I'm just kind of all things schools when it comes to what we have available. And my role is just to kind of get the word out. There's some great resources. And unfortunately, some people just, a lot of people just haven't heard about it. So I'm glad here to help do that. Yes, we're happy to have you here today to talk about um, what you provide for DCG and kind of mental health in general. And tell our listeners about what EFR does for DCG and Perfect. how parents and students can utilize your resources. Yes, DCG is one of our, our preferred partners because they have like the maximum possibilities for what's available. There's a lot of parallels, both students and employees through SAP, Student Assistance Program, EAP, Employee Assistance Program. They both have available to them up to six free counseling sessions. And by free, they're just, they're brief counseling sessions. These benefits also are available to anybody in the home, which is really great. You know, an employee that has an EAP, but their child has gone to college, they can still have up to six free sessions from an affiliate near their college. There's also a 24-7 call line that's available at any minute of any day. People from DCG schools um, can call that number and get the help from a master's level clinician right then and there, which is another cool feature. We're more than just like a a random helpline. We're actually staffed with master's level clinicians that will actually be there for that conversation. So those are a couple of the main things. DCG also has, which is kind of a feature. Um, DCG has one of our counselors that actually comes into the schools. Oh, that's, uh, that's great. How yeah. often do they come in? They come once a week to the secondary schools for sure, the high school and Oakview. And I, th- I don't want to say for sure, but I, but I think the middle school has somebody once a week. And it's starting to branch out into the elementary. So they, to find out for sure, check with the elementary school counselor at your school and they, they can answer for sure. But I know the secondaries have once a week. So you mentioned that, um, that hotline and I know, do you know that number? Is that something? That I have that share? number, yes. And incidentally, when you see our publications, you'll see two different numbers. There's a local number, which we started using for our SAP and it's 515-244-6090. And the employee number is an 800 number and the history behind that is because our EAPs are around the whole United States. Okay. 
And that 800 number is 800-327-4692. It spells the, the words EAP okay. Iowa. But the fact of the matter is both numbers are answered by the same call center people. And, we, and I think you said something very important earlier about those those call center people are clinical people who are answering the phone. So they're going to be able to help yep. anyone right then and yep. they're not going to be transferred or, right. or whatever. So Master's level clinicians. I will, I will add this part. The the call center people that that work the phones from our office area work a typical work day, you know, 8 o'clock till 4.30 or 5 o'clock. After hours, we do partner with another company that actually takes the information. They're still master's level clinicians who can help, but they're more of an intake specialist who does pass it back to our counselors to get it first thing in the morning. I'll add, too, another cool feature is we have chat capabilities. Okay. Just within the last year, because we realize it's not just the students, but even the adults that might want to kind of ease into that conversation. Sure. The chat function is available at our website, efr.org. Okay. Efr.org. Might get me to, hey, my, my child is having problems with X, Y, or Z. What are some common things that your services right. can, can help with? I would say right now the most common theme and it's kind of a catch-all, but it, it really is a starting point, is just stress management. Sure. So many um, so many expectations, whether they're coming from outside of the student, and this, this pretty much parallels staff, too. There's just so much that I either expect of myself or other, other people expect of me, and I'm just really having trouble juggling all this. Now, there's specific situations that we can dig right into grief, for example. Um, the changing of a job for a staff member, or somebody like that, somebody that has a loved one who has had a big life change experience or an illness or whatever. But for the students, it's really, it's a lot of stress management. And I just feel like I'm the only one that is struggling and I just need a little bit more help. Now, can students call in directly, or, or is there a parental uh, waiver? Needed? Yeah, absolutely. Students, it is. There is no parent permission required. What I tell the students when I do orientations, their eyes kind of light up, you know, because it's like, oh my gosh, we get to do something. I always tell them that our counselors will do everything we can to involve families. Everything works better when everybody's pulling so the important. same direction, right? Yeah. But to be quite honest, it is not an absolute requirement that parent permission is, is, has to happen first. Good. And, okay. that, and that really it gets into our, um, that has to be a part of what we offer in order to have the certifications and the auth- authorizations to, to work as an EAP. And those same parameters kind of apply to SAP in order for us to have certain quali- qualifications to to work that way. Okay, that's helpful information. Yeah. Thank you. Um, you know, there's so much um, going on in the world right now, particularly, and um, 
as, as we've gone through these last almost 24 months now. And, you know, mental health is really um, concerns. Mental health concerns are really on the rise. So, you know, what are some other factors or what are some factors that contribute to that? And, you know, particularly those of, you know, that secondary age level and even at, at the elementary level. You're exactly right. And in fact, I was just doing an orientation last week and um, talked with the students about that. There's just so much coming at you right now. There's there's political divisiveness. There is um, so much expectations and so many things are kind of turned around. The good news is that the kids are growing up at a time when mental health is becoming more and more acceptable to talk about. And it's it's a little bit easier to digest. I think the adults are getting that way too, but to be honest, when I talk to the students, they kind of get it. They understand that my classmate, um, classmate A was gone for an ortho, orthodontist appointment yesterday. That's why they weren't here. And classmate B, they had a counseling appointment. It's really just two different ways of seeking help. And I, I'm, I'm encouraged because of that underlying awareness. Mental health is okay to talk about it. It takes me no time whatsoever to start brainstorming with students who are some mental health advocates in the world. And it's just timely with Simone Biles being named the, <laughs> the, athlete, of the athlete of the Year by time. And... Um, it's, it's just encouraging that it's okay to reach out when we talk about those six free sessions. It's brief counseling. It's just, I just want to talk to somebody. I'm stuck. Our motto is life happens. We're here to help. And somebody may not even need all six sessions. They may just need, you know, a few just to clear their head and come to the agreement. Moving on. Sure. Now, you know, you bring up Simone Biles, and I love that. And I think... <laughs> You know, she's been a great catalyst for that behind of, you know, kind of stomping out that stigma of mental health and, and bringing more awareness to mental health. So, you know, we've seen a shift in that over the last couple of years. And so, you know, it's definitely people like her that are making it easier to talk about. But, you know, what other things have you seen to start bringing that more to the forefront where people are and, and can see that, hey, Friend A is out for the orthodontist, and Friend mm-hmm. B is out for, for a counseling session, and making that be okay. I think, I think that there's a general awareness that mental health affects all of us, and it's it's okay. And another part of it too, Anne, that I want to kind of weave in. This may not be answering your question, but That's this, all right. but I love this. This literally popped up. I've, I have a history of coaching, and that's always a, something that's fascinating and important to me. And sometimes the coping skills that are needed are not so much suppressing my nervousness. And sometimes we have a tendency to think mental health is all about just being totally relaxed and just totally calm. But sometimes you have to embrace the inevitable nerves that go with performance, whether it's the school play or show choir or all-state tryouts or... Sometimes that shot of adrenaline. Yeah. It's it's okay. Sometimes that can help you. And that's that's the the other part of mental health that I think is important to raise to the awareness that it's... we, We can't be a generation where 
everybody is just you know babied and everything's made super easy because there are going to be tough times there's going to be challenges there's going to be difficulties there's going to be grinds that you need to work through so we're prepared to help people with that part of it too whether it's the students whether it's the the parents the family members we're braced and ready for whatever mental health thing you know, what are some of those things if you're like, hey, how can I talk to my child about maybe it's calming or just easing those nerves or helping those anxieties? You know, you hear a lot about anxiety more than ever right now. Mm-hmm. So what are some tips and tricks that, you know, parents can talk to their kids about and, and how to calm or yeah. those things? I think the main thing is just to honor what, what, the, what the child's feeling. And not try to say, oh, don't feel nervous. Don't feel worried. Don't feel, you know, that's that, that's almost the worst thing we can be saying is just to honor it. I can tell you're worried. I can tell you're nervous. Maybe share some own of our own personal experiences. I've, I'm nervous today too, or I'm worried today too. Or even before the student represents it, just to model it, you know, as, as, as a healthy adult when... I've got a big presentation going on today. I'm kind of nervous about it, I'm a, but I'm really trying to keep myself calm and just to kind of model that um, it's a normal part of life. And I think... It's okay to have those feelings. Yes. Yeah, and I, the other thing, this is um, to ride that roller coaster of emotions with our kids. And, and that's so hard to do because as a parent... You want to protect your kids from some of that, but I keep going. With one that. one keep one keep thing I one thing I wish I would have known earlier in my parenting and coaching career, and I kind of latched onto it toward the end, is don't reserve the words "I'm proud of you" just for peak performances. Mm-hmm. Be proud of be proud of your child when they're struggling. I'm so proud of how you're handling this. I'm so proud of how you are dealing with the disappointment of that loss because I know it really hurt and you gave it your best. Because we have a tendency to just say, I'm, I'm proud of you when everything's good. Sure. So that's just a little specific tip. And then I just keep coming back to the modeling. And in modeling, sometimes we actually help ourselves. You know, it's a pretty common strategy for schools to have some a student help another student but in in reality the student doing the help is getting more out of it and i think i think that's true of us as adults too to to speak about our own mental health journeys and our struggles but also our successes like when should it be yes i i need to make the call and and when can you still continue to have those conversations. What's that right threshold or is there one? What does that look like? Here's what I would say to that. I'm glad you asked that question, Ann, because I I just lived it myself with using my own EAP. And I tapped into my own EAP based on, you know, some stuff that was happening in my life. My experience was I wish I would have done it earlier. Sure. So I think my advice would be on that first instinct of I don't know if I really want to use this or if it should if I should use it call the number because keep in mind that person who answers the phone is a master's level clinician who's ready to help right then and there let that person help you process and the answer could be I don't I don't need my free sessions I feel better right now that's all I needed so I would always err on the side of calling 
and just checking with, especially during the regular workday when you know you're going to get one of our direct people and explore it. And then um, they can help you set up the appointments if you do decide that that's what you want to go into. And by the way, those six free sessions is not a hard and fast, you have to do all six. You could stop. You can stop whenever you want to. I did. I did four of my six, and I was satisfied. Now, what about you know? Say there's a situation, and you had a student use you know six of them and one portion of, of the year, and then something else happens, and they need to use those. You know, they needed to use yes. the service again. How how does that work? I am so glad you asked that question, because it is not limited one time per year. So the, these benefits can be used multiple times. They can, it, it's unlimited, basically. The only caveat is it has to be a different issue. It has to be something different in order for it to be ethical that it's not continuing long-term therapy. It has to be something new that, that has rocked their world. And then you could call in and say, I'd really enjoyed working with counselor so-and-so, sure. can I please see counselor so-and-so? You haven't asked me, but I want to say something about the end of the six sessions. Yes, please. Because that, that's, a, that's a really important part. We will not leave the client just hanging after six sessions. What we'll do is our counselors will work with the client as those are approaching the end. Okay. And... If necessary, we could make a referral to another agency or maybe somebody else that maybe has more of a specialty in what that client needs. We could possibly continue on with outpatient treatment with that same counselor. Either one of those then moves into insurance. Okay. So that's the difference. A lot of schools have on-site counselors and therapists, which is great. We're a great partner for that. Um, we don't require the insurance part at the beginning. Okay. The first six are just that's free. Important. That's a really important part. The other part that's that um, and I'm kind of also know it's good to know that hey, if you're not where you know you feel comfortable at the end of those six sessions sessions that there's you know other options out there. Yes. Continuing. Yep. Whatever it may be. I will also add too because this always sometimes pops into people's mind a big part of what's available is this is all confidential so the only thing that get, gets reported back to district office is the number of students the number of staff the number of family members that use these services and then the utilization report also highlights what are the concerns what are the issues what's the presenting issue because that's important information for district leaders to know what's pressing in on their their staff and employees and their students. But names are not a part of that report. And that's a really important feature that sometimes um, that might be a reason that people would be hesitant to, to call or use. But sure. rest assured, it's all confidential. That's that's an important piece, and I know you know any time you can keep confidentiality at the utmost, and I'm happy to hear that EFR provides that. You know, one thing that I was thinking about as we were talking about all of this um, mental health, sometimes I hear parents talk about. 
gosh, you know, I tried to get in to, to see a counselor or I, I tried to have my mm-hmm. child get in to see someone, but the wait was six months. Yes. Um, so what do you yep. recommend to do, you know, in that waiting time frame while you're waiting to get in to see someone? Is, is there anything or any resources that, you know, that I'm, are out there? I, I, you just ask the best questions. <laughs> The, you know something this something like these free brief counseling sessions could be a little bit of a stopgap when you really think about it i found this counselor that i really really want to get in get in with they work with this specific agency but i'm not going to my first session isn't going to be for you know 6 weeks 8 weeks dive into these free sessions just as to kind of tide you over, tell the counselor, be honest with our counselor, because you can probably get into ours within a couple weeks, maybe a little bit quicker. And um, just be honest and say, hey, I've got something lined up later on. I just need kind of a stopgap to kind of get me through because I I, I can't just do this on my own. Yeah, right, I can't exactly. wait. So that would be another great use of this this free brief counseling service. Well, you know what? I appreciate your time today, and I'm going to kind of come back to the the last final question, and I'm asking this in in all of our podcasts because, you know, we are an educational Mm -hmm. institution, and something that um, people can really uh, connect with is who was your favorite Uh, teacher throughout your education, okay, and and why? Oh boy, you're taking me way back, Anne. (laughs) That's a long time ago. Um, I had a, I had a, mine would be a coach. And I may have had this coach as a teacher. But honestly, I don't remember that part. I remember that, I remember this person as a coach and probably was a big part of why I went into coaching too, just because this coach really, um, understood the pressures and the expectations and was very demanding, but also kind and gentle and caring. So that was Coach Lyman from a long time ago, way up in Northwest Iowa, back in the 70s. That's That'd awesome. be my guy. That's awesome. Well, yeah. I love to hear stories like that about people's favorite teacher and how they uh-huh. impacted them. And, um, you know, Steve, thank you very much for being on the show today. Um, could you give us those numbers one more time? Absolutely. So people can reach out and um, if they're wanting to, you know, call for your services, just yep. those numbers again. By the way, we have an app. We're going to throw that this. out there too. EFR, Employee Family Resources, has an app. So you could download the app. Our website is efr.org. There's a sample video of a phone call. There's all sorts of good stuff there. And then the phone numbers, the 800 number is 327-4692, which spells E-A-P-I-O-A. And then the local number that would still get you to the same master's level clinician, 244-6090, 244-6090. Thank you so much, Steve, for your time today and talking about the mental health and um, how EFR can is partnered with DCG. We really appreciate your partnership and working with you guys. Thank you. Been a pleasure. Have a, have a good one. Thanks so much.